0: mafia that's fernando Shemoudi, and that's your leading the charge and i'm really glad to be part of the team as the buffalo Ramblings vidcast and podcast now and today this buffalo uh, this is leading the charge at buffalo Ramblings is completely in english so the, my first one for my american brothers my american bills mafia partners okay i used to create content from brazilian mafia but today i'm gonna create in english for you and I hope you enjoy it and you can participate and, and, and give your opinions alongside mine so we can evaluate this situation, the roster situation of Buffalo Bills ahead of the free agency, ahead of the 2023 NFL draft. So I'm going to use an exercise. Okay, I, I hope you enjoy It's an exercise that I, that I used to write articles for Cobra One using it. Okay, and we use it to call it the Lofton exercise. And the reason it's called the Lofton exercise, named after the, the legendary Buffalo Bills wide receiver, Hall of Famer, James Lofton, uh, is because in a team grand show appearance, okay, Lofton uh, revealed about when he was part of the San Diego Chargers back in the day coaching staff, and the legendary late uh, rest in peace head coach Marty Schodenheimer used to use this exercise to evaluate his rosters, okay, um, and he used to be a really great rosters back in the day with the San Diego Chargers, okay, and he used it to to ask from his coaching staff um, about his players to to divide them in tiers, okay, and the three tiers he he made the by label for his coaching staff were are, the, are these players good enough to win with? Okay, the mid-tier. Can they win games for you? The biggest tier, the first tier, okay. Or do you need better than that? All right, so we usually to ask this coaching staff to, to put the players in those tiers. Okay, can win games for you? You can win with or you need better? And... With the opinions about all his coaching staff he could evaluate his own roster and and build uh really good teams back in the day with the san diego chargers between 2002 2006 all right so i'm gonna use this this exercise created by shoday to evaluate the state of the, B- the buffalo bills rosters nowadays ahead of Regency, ahead of the draft so we can have an idea about which positions do we need to invest during the free agency, during the draft, what do we really need better? And where are we set? Where can we count on guys to win games for us? Okay. Join me, give your opinions. It will, it's gonna be a pleasure to to interact with you uh in the comment sections at Buffalo Rumblings, in the comment sections here on YouTube, on my channel, on Buffalo Rumblings channel. Uh so let's go. Don't uh let's go ahead and, and and do the exercise, I'm gonna use Madden, okay, for depth chart purpose, and the reasons are I'm really used to use it, okay. Um, I'm very familiar with the depth charts at Madden, and I made some changes, so we could maximize the use of this tool to do our exercise. Okay, let me share the screen here, and let's go, let's start checking here we have the Buffalo Bills offense, all right, and Madden actually gives us, so I, I, first of all, I will ask you to, to don't matter, don't care about the Madden ratings, okay, I don't, I didn't touch it, I'm using a modded version of Madden 22, so uh, I think it's the best option by label, and so uh, I really, ask you to don't pay attention to the Madden ratings. And I made some edits using the Madden tiers the way Schoenheimer used it to ask his coaching staff to to put his players, all right? So, uh, for people familiarized with Madden, they have normal development players that are the bronze ones, okay? They have star development players that are the silver ones, they have superstar development players that are the golden ones, okay? And they have the X-Factor players that are the red ones, okay? So, I'm gonna use the tiers, uh, making a connection to show the Heimer's exercise. I'm gonna use normal players as need better, okay? We need better than these these players. Um, silver players, you can win with them. Golden players, can win games for you, but I have some uh, some uh, observations to make about them, and, and to debate with you about them. And the, the red ones, the X Factor players, are the no question, no brainer, can win games for you, superstar elite players in the game, top tier in the NFL, all right? So I'm going to start with the players on our own or offense, okay? And Let's start at the most important position where we have nothing to discuss Josh Allen top tier in the NFL no doubt uh, a top three quarterback in the league today okay unquestionable uh, some people have him at number one some people have him at number three I think Mahomes has done enough to justify being number one nowadays but I really have Josh as number two and the reason is I don't believe he has as much help as Burrow has around him, okay, and he needs to do way more with way less, and I think his skill set is more complete, so I have Josh Allen as number two, and with Potation, why not to challenge Mahomes going forward, okay, I think he has already done it in the past, we have seen it in the past in some games some Buffalo-Kansas City games. And, and I think it's very uh, it's very easy to understand why having Josh Allen in this tier. So in our exercise, he would be a guy who I would tell Schoenheimer look, this guy can win games for you. You can count on him. And we are set at the most important position. So that's a great start for Buffalo, no doubt. Okay, going forward, let's check the backfield. And I have the free agents here also, right? I have Devin Singletary, who's a free agent, who I don't believe he's going to be back. And don't get me wrong, I'm a big-time fan of Modder, okay? I, I really believe in Modder. I think if he had a better offensive line, better blocking, he could have done more for Buffalo. I like his game. I wouldn't be opposed to after his checks, free agency after maybe he strikes out since that's a rich class at the running back position i wouldn't be against bringing motor back for ship to to compete all right especially if you're riding with james cook and nineteen Hines, why not have have motor um competing for for snaps okay i think he's actually the most uh secure the most safe option Okay, between the three to lead to lead the backfield. So uh anyway, I put him as uh you need better, okay? Because unfortunately with the situation of Buffalo Bill's offensive line, you really need better than them in single singlet at the running back position. You need somebody who can create can create uh spaces, can find holes, uh even if they aren't there. That's the situation you gotta deal with uh with this offensive line so nowadays with what we have seen from this offense i think you need better than mother at the running back position that's why i put him as a bronze guy as a tier guy okay i don't believe he's gonna be back so moving forward we have james cook who i believe can be a guy you can win with all right that's very debatable because uh, despite his his performance and his touches uh, increasing as the season went on, uh, it's debatable if James Cook can really be a, a bell cow in our backfield, right? So, I think you can win with him as a complementary back, a part of a two-head monster, a three-headed monster uh, backfield. So, with his potential, with his, the, the the flashes he showed i think it's it's uh, understandable to have him a guy you can win with all right uh i think he has potential to become a guy who can win games for you okay but also maybe he can show with more touches that he's just not enough as your lead back who knows we need to see more from james cook there is a reason he was a rookie so uh i have him between the two tiers that are possible, and you can win with him. Same situation with Nahim Hines. And I don't see Nahim Hines as a potential threat to surpass James Cook as the leading back. So maybe there is a reason to have him as a unit batter, considering him just a, a running back. But since he's your punt returner, returner kick returner, uh, and he really can win games for you there, all right? He showed it against the Patriots last, last season. Uh, I have him as a you a guy you can win with, all right? Because he can be a complementary piece in the backfield. He's a good pass catching back. He has shown it in, in, in his career, and he's a really good returner. So you can win with him. I have the balance with you can win with him, all right? And Tayon Jones, a special teamer. Um, Actually, a guy, I don't think you can ask many more, much more, sorry, from a gunner. But so I'm not sure if he's going to be back, maybe he retires. So I didn't even uh, wasted time putting him in a tier because he's a specialist and I'm not focusing on specialists today, all right? I'm focusing on starting uh, more on starters, but on offense and defense, all right? So that's the backfield, plus uh, Reggie Gillian, who I think as a fullback, all right, uh, he doesn't play enough to be a big-time piece to win games for you, okay? I think he's solid in his his role, and I'd have him, uh, you can, can win games with him, all right, as your fullback. I made a change here in the depth chart, okay? Uh, this position used to be fullback, but I... Please ignore the term here, FB, fullback, and consider it as a slot receiver. We know the slot receiver plays way more than or fullback, right? So that's the reason I edited McKenzie, Beasley, so we can have them in the mainstream instead of needing to go to specialists, and we can evaluate him, evaluate them uh, as a part of the offense, as a big part of the offense, since that's really what they they are as slot receivers all right so since i already made this the case for why having a slot receiver here in the fullback position okay so let's talk wide receivers and that's where i really a little bit worried about our roster okay starting with things no brainer no doubt elite uh what has uh, the words i use to describe josh i can use to describe Diggs, okay, elite talent, top tier and NFL wide receiver, top five in the league, no doubt, uh, can't have much better than him, can't have any better than him, actually, so he's a guy who wins games for you, no doubt, okay, but at wide receiver too, I have Gabe Davis, and I know that's deb- uh, debatable, no doubt, okay, and I'm curious to, to hear from you on the comment sections about What's your opinion on Gabriel Davis? Because if you had this exercise a year ago, if I could do, I could have done that a year ago before last of season, during last of season, before last season, I would have Gabriel Davis as a gold guy here, okay, a guy who could win games for you as a wide receiver too, coming from that awesome game against the Chiefs during the playoffs, and... he he really showed enough to to be in that tier where you could consider Gabe Davis as an up-and-coming superstar in the league. Unfortunately, okay, he stepped up in this role as a wide receiver, too, and I never felt during this season that he played at that level, okay? He started hot against the Rams, but he never justified being... uh, considering a wide receiver too who can win games for you so maybe it would be more fair to have him uh, as a guy who you, you can win with but sorry I'm considering wide receiver too a guy who really can step up and make awesome catches crucial catches win games for you as Gabe Davis did against the Chiefs taking the advantage of all the attention uh sent to stefan dix and making people pay right opposing the, f- the f- defense's pay uh i didn't see gabe davis doing that and you can question oh darcy didn't use him the right way he was used as a deep threat didn't have enough reps or uh opportunities uh, down, uh, with short catches or catch and run opportunities medium routes not Going deep, he was always sent deep, things like that. But I don't know about you, but I felt like he had plenty of opportunities to make uh, game-winning plays on those of this, these deep opportunities and drop the ball, he couldn't win uh, contested catches. So I was really upset with the, the way game days played this season. I didn't like a lot of times where he didn't show enough uh, the desire, you know, like the body language, the not always, but on some of Josh's interceptions I felt like he could have fought from those balls and and, uh, for example I remember Jair Alexander making a a diving interception right at Gabe Davis' feet, so there was no reason why Gabe couldn't dive for that ball and at least fight for it and, and and avoid the interception, you know. So uh I felt like Gabe Davis could have done better. I obviously think he has potential just not not just to become a guy you can win with at one receiver two, but a guy who can win games for you at one receiver two. He has already showed it in the past. But right now, the last the latest that I've seen from Gabe Davis, I need to have him as you need a better. You need better play from your wide receiver too. That's that's why I have Gabe Diddy's in the need better tier the long possible one. Um, again, I know it's debatable, but that's how I feel. Maybe competition can uh can make him step up again and, and become a guy you can win with, a guy you can we can win games for you. But right now I would consider going to the free agency, go into the draft, I'd consider him. Uh, a guy you need better, and I target uh, a guy in the draft, or maybe a Didi chart type in the the free agency, a a big guy with speed that can go deep, just like Davis, or even faster Davis, bigger Davis, all right, Uh, just to challenge him for that spot, so that's how I feel about Davis. Keeping with the outside guys, okay? Camero is a special teamer, he might be gone. Um, and then we have Khalil Shakir. Khalil Shakir, I love to hear his training with Eric Maltz. I'm a big-time Eric Maltz fan. Okay, and, and he couldn't be practicing with a, a better role, play, a role model for him. Different type of guys, obviously, but I'm curious to see Shakir this season, uh, to see him battling for a a roster spot, not a roster spot, but a rotation spot for snaps, right? He can play inside, he might be able to to play outside more often. Uh, I'm curious, but right now with what we've seen, right, we need better. Maybe it's just a question of giving him the opportunity, a matter of his natural growing, and he will be a guy you can win with, maybe, all right, but right now we need better, no doubt. McKenzie, let's go to this slot, move to this slot spot. Need better. Sorry, Isaiah. I love Isaiah McKenzie as a character, as a teammate. All right. I think he had his moments as a gadget guy. But as your main slot option, uh we've seen, we we saw in the past, we saw two years ago, right? Or three years ago, two, three years ago, we saw what's an elite lot options can do for you in cold busy, day all season right so mckenzie was growing mckenzie showed some some promising uh uh snaps right but he showed flashes no doubt but when the opportunity arrived it seemed like he made mistakes at the most crucial moments and it was really upsetting so uh, i don't think we can go to the season with mckenzie as your number one slot guy uh we definitely don't need him anymore as a returner he was expected to be let's remember don't forget this he was expected to be your main returner right and he couldn't hold on to that opportunity that that role and he couldn't hold on the the slot role either later right because uh we needed to bring Beasley back late in the year and a big reason was because McKenzie was falling short, uh, dropping the ball, committing mistakes. So uh, really, really need better than McKenzie. That's the truth. All right, and he might be cut. Uh, I don't know. It's a, a, a real option, right? Uh, so we need better than him at the, the slot position, no doubt. And Beasley, who's open to come back, he said that he he. He said in the, in the interviews that he would like to be back in Buffalo next season. I'm not totally against it. I'd rather have Beasley still than Mackenzie, and the reason is uh, the reality: Beasley came out of the couch to play for us, right? So with an off season to prepare and to 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 re- be ready for next season, I really believe Beasley can offer way more than Mackenzie. I think the repertoire with Allen is way better, I think he's a more savvy guy, he can uh, definitely pay, play better than, from the slot than McKenzie, uh, but still, until he proves that he can come back to a really good level, we really need better. The latest we've seen from this, day, we need better than him at this slot. And we still have, uh, and the same thing about Jameson Crowder, who's coming from injury, uh, who... I had big-time expectation when he was signed, but he never, uh, he never was able to be healthy. Right, that's the truth. To stay healthy and to to win the job from McKenzie. So, if he is willing to come back, just like I'm talking about Beasley, in a in a very cheap deal to fight for a spot, I'm not against it. All right, I think he can. He can definitely be this kind of savvy slot option but right now neither of these options are guys the really you can win with as a slot guy we need better than that all right and maybe a guy early in draft a josh downs type who's more uh, recently is a guy who's starting to fall down in the in the mock drafts all right and, and you might be able to grab him in the second round uh i i do it in as a no-brainer, because that's uh, a guy who can be a good option in this lot, all right? So maybe free agency, who knows, right? Maybe a guy, like I said, like the Chart is a guy who you can line out, line up outside, oppose, uh, opposite to Gabriel Davis and move digs more inside. Uh We can't forget this is getting older and, and older guys tend to start to play more inside, I think. Diggs, every time he moves inside and Dorsey has done it a lot, moving around to, to show man or zone for Josh. Every time he moves inside it's a mismatch. He he uh, more often than not uh, def- uh, burns his his coverage guys, backer safeties, playing inside trying to cover him. So um, I think the Bills should consider moving Diggs more inside next year and, and finding help outside at the wide receiver position <coughs> sorry so finishing the skill position guys Dawson Knox. knocks Knox also knocks a guy who i i have as a, you can win with all right the potential to win games for you is there but sometimes the drops uh sometimes the loud usage by Dorsey, the way he's been used. Uh, sometimes even Josh avoiding throwing it short to, to Knox, right? Uh, the the circumstances haven't allowed Knox to, to become a, a can win games for you type wide receiver. So you can win games with Dawson Knox. I don't think you need to get a better guy than him but uh, been early today talking about uh, from the combine right and when asking about wide receiver he said look i'm looking i'm looking for playmakers and can be a it can be a tight end, it can be a running back so uh maybe okay at the the time by the time the bills pick you can have pretty good options at the tight end position and the bills might consider it because Uh, you can definitely use a K type, a Musgrave type, uh, lining up alongside Knox, all right? And you can, just like being said, you can force defenses to use more base than nickel against you, you can run the ball better, you still have a a playmaker at the tight end position with size, with, uh, rack, uh, possibilities, right? so. Who knows, maybe adding a nice tight end in the draft is a, a real option here, and I wouldn't be really upset if the, the uh, dressed and tight end, one of these, expected to be really good tight ends early in the draft. And to finish the offensive side of the ball, the offensive line, right? Or offensive line, as it was last season, and we're missing um, Seffold is a free agent, been still uh, talks about the possibility of bringing him back, right? Uh, but right now, that was the, the offensive line, and we have three guys who we can win with, all right? And these guys are Dion Dawkins, Mitch Morse, and Ryan Bates. Oh, Fernando, but I believe Morse is a top five, a top ten center in the league. He, he can win, win games for you. You really believe he can win games for you i agree that the Bills miss morse badly every time he's out of the field injury all right but i don't see he's that center that really means games for you that guy that look i'm gonna run behind morse now and we're gonna get that one yard okay he's great as a pulling guy uh leading runs especially for josh allen right i love mitch morse he's smart i really think the team feels a lot when he's out, but I just don't see him as that dominant force at the offensive line. And and as I, I don't see any of the Bills offensive line in this way, all right? To be a guy who can win games for you at the offensive line, in my opinion, that's a guy who can shut down a, an elite pass rusher, a guy who can dominate inside, uh mauling people, and in hardly ever gets beat and can really maul people in the running game. I don't see Morse like this. I think he's a savvy veteran, uh, important piece, but a guy you can win with. Not a, a, a guy who wins games for you. Okay, I don't think you need better than Morse. No way. But I'm a little bit afraid with his conclusion history. All right? and He's a guy who has a who can offer huge savings if he gets cut this season. So I would keep an eye on this situation because the Bills could be afraid of losing more so with another conclusion, something like that. Uh, if you cut him, he actually opens up Spice Cape uh, pretty near as a cap space open by treating Oliver, for example, that's a hot topic right now. And I keep an eye on that, Morse has been benched in the past some years ago. We we can remember that. And the Bills can move Bates to center. They can, they can draft a guard can early. Can They can go after people in the free agency. So the free agency should be good indication for what decisions are going to be made at the offensive line. Anyway, I trust Morse. I trust Bates. And I trust Dawkins, a guys you can win with. I think Tolkien's some people kind of over it. I don't think he's that great left tackle that a lot of those mafia believes. He's not bad, but he's not elite. All right, uh, he gets beat more often than I'd like for your left tackle. Uh, but I think you can win with him. And Bates, I think he's smart. I think he's really maybe he's not the kind of uh player Cromer likes for his offensive line, uh, a sturdier, a stronger guard, a guy who can mow people, he's more um, um, a, a technique standpoint guard, he's more like a mobile kind of guard, not so heavy, not so strong, but he gets the job done, I like Bates, I, I like his versatility, and I'm glad the Bills have been under contract for some years. I think he gives you some uh, uh a decent floor at the position. All right. and uh, Seffold is a free agent, and I wouldn't bring him back. Okay, he was really kind, really, really nice to me recently entering a, a tweet when I asked him about what happened. He tweeted about Uh, oh, I'm going to get back stronger next year, Uh, now that I saw that uh, you can't, when you get older, you can't relax, you get work more, so he tweeted something like that, and in the comments I made uh, an honest question about what do you think uh, what do you think that went wrong with that group, because on paper, and with Cromer as a, a new coach, it looked good, right, and he said, like, oh, okay, it's a new scheme for all of us, and it was uh, a little bit difficult early, and but I think the guys will be fine, and things like that, and so, a nice guy, okay, I think he can play in a good level, maybe it was this past season, was was a wake-up call, but he really played bad last season, and if the Bills strike out on other options in the, in the free agency, I wouldn't be against bringing Saffold back for very cheap, as a as a veteran option, and maybe go to the draft and see if you can get an upgrade there uh, in the draft, but you need better than what Saffold showed us, so uh, maybe same thing with Wotker Bo- and Murray, all right, and for same thing, Bobby Hart, no doubt, same thing, and Spencer Brown, Spencer Brown definitely Missed that, that off-season period from last year. The surgery back issues. No doubt it was a problem for him. Young guy. Being talks all the time how how he didn't play due to COVID. Uh, during college a lot. And then he played against lesser competition. He has the tools, athletically speaking. But he did better than what he has done. I think the year one was promising. But year two was depressing, right so uh i really believe he can take advantage of this offseason work hard come back better but you can't bet on it going to the next season with super bowl aspirations and believing spencer brown is going to get better and we can bet on it right you got to bring competition the competition must be better than kiss all right um so I'm going to keep an eye on free agency, no doubt during the draft, same thing, but you got to bring competition to Brown. You can't come to next season as we came last season, okay, and and trust Spencer Brown to be your number one guy at red tap, right tackle. One of the reasons the, the offense was so out of rhythm uh, so often was because Brown's struggles and lack of um lack of continuity lack lack of consistency sorry okay mafia so that's my opinion on offense let me know about your opinion uh do you agree do you disagree let me know about the players you think i misevaluated here i'm gonna go defense soon all right and you I'm, I'm really curious to check on your comments uh in the comment session at Buffer Rumblings, on the on the YouTube channel comments, okay? I'm really, really curious about it. So, I wanna uh, ask you to follow me on Twitter, right? Follow me at uh, Fernando Shimugi on Twitter. I'm always retweeting all stuff related to views. Um, uh, you can follow all views and all my, my works all my work is posted there okay via Buffalo Runways now. This new partnership. I'm very, very excited to be part of the community again, to be back with the community now as part of the team. All right. Um, and also follow me on Twitch, okay. FH1S Live. I have a lot of Madden content there for people who likes Madden, huh? likes gaming. I'm using Madden now to to showcase the depth chart. And and I have a lot of madden content there maybe i can create more madden content going forward for buffer running who knows that let, let let me know about this let me know uh we can we can work on it no doubt so let's check the defense side of the ball now all right and i'm gonna share my madden screen again and let's talk defense all right again doing the the schottenheimer lofton exercise evaluating the Bills roster using tiers, okay? Can guys win games for you? Can you win with those guys, or you need better? So in our offense, the balance is, I think you need better overall, right? Uh, No wonder this offense underachieved when you needed it most, because with two guys who can win games for you, and they are directly connected at cornerback position and the wide receiver position okay you having only one more guy who you can win with in the skill position uh, players and you have you're needing better in two positions in the offensive line uh, it's very likely that that offense will fall short when you need it the most and that's what happened against the Bengals, right so let's Let's look at the other side of the ball, all right? Let's look at the defense. So the defense looks really better, all right, if we put the free agents in, all right? Let me put them back here, let me put the free agents back in, all right? So if you put the free agents back in, oh, and another observation, the same way I edited the position, the fullback position to showcase the slot position here instead of a fullback since we play three wide receivers the majority of the time, that's our offense. We know our defense is is the majority of the time in the nickel, right? It's not a base for three defense, uh, really. It's a nickel defense with Tyrone Johnson playing weak side linebacker sometimes and playing uh, nickel corner and being in the box a lot, right? So I did Tyrone Johnson. And Siren Neal as a outside linebacker, so they could be here easily as nickel corners. All right. So if I have all these all these free agents back in the lineup, all the guys injured back in the lineup, it really looks good, right? It really looks good. Okay. Starting from the 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 trenches, all right? or defensive line has in Rousseau a guy you can win with. I think he's he has developed nicely. I think he can become a guy who can win game win games for you. I think he might be already there against the run. He's definitely already there here against the run, but we saw without Vaughn that he isn't yet that dominant pass rusher, and that's where you expect the most from or edge guys, right? So I have Rousseau as a guy you can win with, a fine guy at the the defensive end two spots opposite or star player von miller who we don't know how he's coming back when he, he he's coming back how will he play if he's gonna be explosive as before you know he's not really young but the latest the latest we've seen from Von, uh i really can't believe he isn't coming back strong, and he isn't coming back playing at a really dominant level. He's just one of those guys that are freak, freaks, right? And, and I really believe he can come back and be a uh, disruptive force out of the edges for the bills. So I have him as a, a superstar guy, a guy who can win games for you, no doubt. All right? Inside, we have Daquan Jones at Oliver. And I, I'm going to start with Deacon Jones because he's our defensive tackle one, in my opinion. All right? Uh, Deacon Jones, I have him as a guy who can win games for you, who might be uh, debatable for some people since he isn't really a, a dominant pass rusher from inside. But let's not fool ourselves, right? Deacon Jones is everything that we we've always uh, expected from starlo to start-up. When we saw our defense playing well and Star Otto had zero tackles, zero everything on the box score, and we still thought no, but he frees up space for the linebackers, he takes on double teams, he's he's a force, all right, he's immovable inside. I don't think Star really was it, but they Jones, no doubt has been this guy or oh, he he was missing hugely against the Bengals, and he can win games for you with all the impact that he really is able to produce on the field that's a guy who really made Termin Adams uh step up his game he keeps our linebackers free he is really dominant against the run he takes on double teams Really strong, the point of attack. Major piece, no doubt. Uh, it's time for Brendan Lin to give him an extension, and so he can allow his cap hit this year open some some space, right, in the in the salary cap. So Dequan Jones is a guy you can that can win games for you, even though you won't see him winning games for you the majority of the time. All right. On the other hand, Ed Oliver has showed flashes with his pass rush problems. All right. Uh, I think he had some games. He had a stretch of three or four games where he played really well. He flashed in the backfield. He made plays. But that wasn't enough, you know. Uh, That wasn't consistent. Uh, We didn't see it in the playoffs. we didn't see it consistently, especially after we missed Von leader and we needed a guy stepping up. Uh, so I think Oliver is a good defensive tackle, he offers you those flashes, but he's in that dominant force that wins games for you as a pass rusher. I think he's he's explored a little bit uh, in the run game, since he's, he's in the biggest defensive tackle, his size is a problem. And and with all this trade talk, I definitely would move him if a, a second round pick is on the table. Uh, I don't know if somebody's going to offer that because anybody offering a high draft pick for him is going to need to resign him for a good value. So maybe a second is a reach, and maybe people offers a third, a fourth, and then I'm not sure if it's worth to to move oliver i think he can have an impact this season and then maybe the bills really need to let him walk uh who knows but he can offer a good season uh so you can win with him all right and that's our, our first team defensive line the second team defensive line i'm gonna start with jordan phillips because i have him as a guy you can win with and don't be fooled about this, this, the tape from his latest games. Guy was playing on one arm, and I can't believe he was allowed to play at that situation because it was really ugly. And he was playing literally on one arm. And and I can't describe it in the other way, sorry. It was ugly, it was unacceptable to put a guy on that situation on the field. Okay, I admire that he wanted to help, but anybody playing healthy could do a better job, Elian Cook, team saddle, elevate Corbin Bryant. But don't let Jordan Phillips play that way because it was uh, it was like he couldn't he couldn't do anything playing on one arm. He was taken out of the game consistently trying to play that way. But if he's healthy, okay. I believe, okay, Jordan Phillips can play at the level at Oliver plays. Sorry, I know a lot of people won't uh, agree with me there, but if you can resign Jordan Phillips for shit, offer some kind of uh, incentives in his contract, I'd easily move Oliver and do that with Jordan Phillips, adding another defensive tackle in the free agency, in the draft, for the rotation. Because I really believe Jordan Phillips, playing healthy, can offer what Jordan, well, what Ed Oliver offered us uh, with best rush, uh, with uh, dominant, best rush flashes. All right, and and he's bigger. His size is a plus. So I really like Jordan Phillips. I don't think he's gonna have uh, a lot of opportunities in the free agency. People aren't. Uh, Really wanting to throw money at Jordan Phillips' way, in my opinion, especially with his take from his latest games, playing injured. So I think I, I really I would really be fine with bringing Phillips back and back and moving at, at Oliver with a, for a pick and moving that all that, creating all that space with Oliver Trader, All right, other than Jordan Phillips, a healthy Jordan Phillips, AJ Peneza. Tincero and Shaq Lawson. And let's put Boogie Basham in here too. All guys that need need to play better. All right. We knew, we saw that von Miller was out and we had Epaneza. We had actually Shaq Lawson starting, right? But we need better. We need better. I like, I, I appreciate Shaq Lawson's job. He's uh he has a mother that doesn't stop, he's a high-energy guy, but you need better than him as a starting edge same thing with peneza i think he has showed some flashes as a pass rusher but just not consistent enough in a liability against the run to be your starter boogie bashan i'm a a, a big fan okay uh, uh i really believe i really think boogie can still be good but right now he's just not it you, you need better you need better than those guys all right Moving to the linebacker spots. Tremaine Edmonds, free agent. Matt Milano. Let me start with Milano. I have been a red guy here, a, a superstar. He can win games for you, no doubt. All right? And made big time piece, hugely important to this defense, especially if Edmonds is gone. What I believe is going to happen with his, all his latest comments. Edmonds... Gonna be paid. I I have no doubts about it. How it takes is one team to overpay, and I think somebody, maybe Detroit, uh, somebody's gonna overpay Tremaine, and I believe he's gone. Okay, I think Edmonds is a guy who can win games for you. I'd like to see it more often. I think the consistency isn't right there where we would like, but that thing talk as always he's still young he's 25 he some rookies are gonna be 24 and he's 25 so he's a great talent hugely experienced it, called the place on the defense so he's really important I think Vin is gonna try to bring him back I don't think he'll be able to and but I I put him as a, game, a guy who can win games for you I would like to have him back I just don't see him coming back and I won't be really Really disappointed if he doesn't come back. I think you can, you can try to find cheaper options that can play not maybe not as good but but can play well too. And you can reallocate that money on in other positions that you maybe need more. So, uh, Edmunds might be gone. I have him as a guy who can win games for you. And the backups, Bernard, we saw. We've seen almost nothing, right? And we can't have an idea. I have him as a backup for for Edmonds here. And if Edmonds is gone, I'd like to believe he's in consideration to be the replacement. Okay, I'd love to believe that. Because the guy was a third round pick last year. And when he was drafted and out of nowhere under the rudder guy for the majority of us, and I was like, let me do my research on this guy, because what does he bring to the table? And Bernard was like, okay, insane, insanely smart guy, called the defense, team captain type, leadership qualities, uh, so, everything screamed team captain, middle linebacker, uh, with the calling the defense, and, and making the communication work between coaches, staff and and the defensive side of the ball. So that's in at that point, at, from this point of view, Bernard makes a lot of sense replacing Edmonds, right? The problem is from the athletically speaking point of view, Bernard is a a Milano, right? Same size, same weight, uh same same style, same style of playing. And, okay, Milano is awesome, but having two Milanos and Bernard at this point, we can't really put him as a Milano, right? A poor man, a poor man Milano, uh, despite it looks, looking great at some standards as a uh, thinking about coverage and things like that. Uh, you're going to miss the size, you're going to miss the punch that Edmunds brings to the table. And Bernard is really on the smaller side, so it's not so easy to insert him as your mic linebacker and expect that you won't suffer against the run. You won't suffer with people running and sending those those offensive linemen uh, to the second level and, and, and seeing Bernard and Milano having trouble to disengage against those guys, right? So I really can't believe being drafted a guy who's, solidly met milano's backup and that's it because milano was already resigned yeah uh, he was supposed to be here for a long time and i get that he's injured here and here here and there He's nicked up he misses some games but when you draft a guy in the third round you expect him to at least be a, a an option when your star middle linebacker is a free agency one year from now right so, Edmunds is a free agent. He might be gone, and Bernard must be an option here. Must be considered here, in my opinion. Even though you need to bring competition via draft, via free agency, you gotta have a guy uh, with size. And if this experiment doesn't work, you have, you must have somebody to step up. But I really need to consider Bernard here. All right, right now he's a you, might you need better guy. He needs to show we haven't seen enough all right uh klein need better no doubt need better right dodson need better like dodson but need better uh matakavich guy from special teams right you can't really expect him to contribute with the defense to rookie last year right now i need better guy so edmunds being gone might be a problem Might force the Bills to draft early, okay? Find a linebacker early in the draft or uh, spending on free agency on one. I like Hokereke, okay? If uh, I like Dave Long from the Titans, played insanely well some years ago against us, flashes all the time, has the leadership qualities. Um, I'm curious for Bernard, want to see him, but. Uh, if we can work out something with LaVonte David, Bobby Wagner, those kind of guys, it would be interesting too and would and keep the same playing level as Adams, in my opinion. Uh okay, we've saw we've seen defensive line, we've seen linebackers. Let's move on to the secondary, right? Cornerback positions. Started from the, the slot of the nickel cornerback, since those guys are asked to do some linebacker work sometimes, especially Teron Johnson. Teron Johnson is a guy you can win with, in my opinion. Um, Teron Johnson is really physical. He can do things that a lot of defensive backs, a lot of cornerbacks can't. He tackles really well. But to have a, a cornerback who can win games for you, I really believe he needs to be those shutdown type all right and I don't think Taron Johnson is, is this kind of the guy all right if you play against the Rams and have Cooper Cup or any of those elite slot wide receivers Taron Johnson isn't the guy who's gonna uh give a run from the for the, their money all right so I I kept having a guy who can win games for you but he's almost there as they Jones is uh, here, the case can be made as if Taekwon Jones can win games for you with his, all his dirty job maybe Terrell Johnson should deserve to be here too, so he's uh, closer to the next tier, the upper tier than the long tier in my opinion, alright, Siren so really you it better, and then the outside guys after uh, Davis White I think a lot of people are gonna be mad at me, because I don't have him right now latest the latest we've seen from today's white game i don't have him as a guy who can win games for you sorry um he might be able i i really hope and expect him to work hard this off season and come back next season really stronger and back to the level we are used to a guy who can win games for you but right now uh with the latest we've seen coming back from the acl I don't have Tre Davis White as a lead guy. The reason is the same thing as a, I as I said about Taron. Tre Davis White right now isn't a shutdown guy. Okay, he makes some great plays here and there, but we've seen the Bengals uh, in the the Mar Hamlin game first play from from first play the game they target Trey, send the guy deep and threw at him. So and, and he and they draw. A flag on that play, so that's White right now he's in a shutdown court. He understands the defense. He plays great zone. He's experienced. He's a leader. Great guy. You can win with him, but he's in game. He's not uh, winning games for you right now. Okay. Hope he can get uh, back there by the beginning of the season. Um, then Kai Ilan, another guy who I believe you you can win with. Okay. He he played great against Miami, what he did against Tyreek Hill. Few guys in the league can do that, all right? And I have great expectation for Kareem. McDermott must play him more, uh, no excuses anymore, all right? And we gotta see more from Kyrie Ilan. Uh, I think we can win with him, and and he has all the potential in the world to become a guy who can win games for you, shut down people. So I'm really excited to see year two of Kyle Ilan. Dan Jackson, free agent, you need better, sorry, Dan is always there, right there, might have been very unlucky on some of the, a lot of those completed passes against him, but the guys were mossing him all over the field all the time, I admire him, I think he does a great job for a smaller guy, he's always there, he plays good coverage, he understands the defense, he just needs a little bit more to make the plays. And, and as I said, might he, he might have been unlucky, but you need better. Uh, I'd like to have him back, though, as a depth option. All right. I think he has a good floor, and I think he can uh, step up a little and make those plays. Then Christian Bainford. Macdonald today said, again, that plan is saying Christian uh, watching Christian banford at corner, watching him a little bit at safety, too uh being said that they want the best players on the field no matter if it's a cornerback at safety so with Boyer might uh, might going to other team very probably it's it's happening for might be the option might be one of the options to step up and be a starter at safety love the kid he's really physical okay he's has he has good size uh, tackles well i like him at cornerback and i'd like to see him at safety uh i don't know uh, i i have him as a bit better but i have he's really near that tier that you can win with uh the reason i have him as a bit better is because of this situation uh he might be a a cornerback that you can win with i believe he is okay uh going to year two. Would like would have liked to, s- to have seen him more, but at safety we have no clue. We need to see. Uh, so that's why he's at better. can deal with a bit better. And let's move to safety. All right. Micah Hyde. The latest we've seen from Micah Hyde is a guy who can win games for you. So he could easily uh be at the tier one, definitely elite guy can win games for you. The reason he isn't is because he didn't play last year, right? We don't know how he's coming back, he's a 32-year-old guy. So we, we're not sure he can still win games for you the way he used to. So let's see, I still have him a uh, guy who can win games for you, but there is a question mark, all right? I hope he, he comes back stronger than ever and keeps playing at the highest level. Jordan Poyer can win games for you, play Nick Duff all season but the Bills lost one game with Poyer in the lineup, so it speaks a lot about the guy. Uh, Don't see him coming back, right? Uh, He needs to strike out on the free agency to come back. Uh, I think somebody's going to pay what he wants or close to it. I don't think the Bills are nowhere near paying that. He already uh, talked about voiced his frustration with New York, Texas. So hard to see him coming back and and if so he's a guy who I'd love to have back with Hyde one more season at least and can win games for you but I think he's gone Banford is our only option right now to replace Hoyer and we have to see we have no idea about Banford at safety despite his good play at cornerback as a rookie and Zane Anderson Okay, uh, coming from from the, the Chiefs, athletic guy, had some snaps uh, playing defense for for Andy Reid's Chiefs. Majorly a uh, special teams guy, but I'm intrigued because let's be honest, when Poyer arrived, nobody expected an a no out-pro pro baller type player out of Jordan Poyer when he was signed. Uh, Micah Hyde was a nice nickel corner for Green Bay, but also nobody expected the the ground and and how they became all pros, right? So I'm not saying Anderson is the next player, is the next Hyde, but he has some tools to work with, right? So I'm curious. I'm curious to see how uh, the Bills try to use him, and I wouldn't write him over and say he has no shot, okay? might be able to compete and surprise okay but the bills need to to check free agency check the draft do the do the their diligence at the safety position and and warranty they have interesting pieces to work with and and to guys that have the potential to step up and become the new guy the new player surprise all of us with good play hopefully they can fight this type of this type of guy and i don't believe i like him Lewis, but he made huge mistakes on some opportunities that really masked his good play and the Hamlin, we can't count on him we have no clue about this situation going forward uh i don't think we can i liked his play when he during, during last season but we can't count on him uh for next season so without moving anybody the defense looks good. There is a reason this this defense has been top one, top five uh, the last two years. Uh, but and, and and this defense was dominant early last season, but we missed. We missed one, right? And it's it, our defensive line just doesn't look so good anymore. And then we missed. We missed. Uh, we missed height, right? before Vaughn. so is the another elite guy there all right and then poyer got injured and didn't play a lot uh most of the time or a lot of the time too so the defense starts to become nicked up and we don't know how good they are anymore right so we saw that we have problems during the playoffs uh, as you crazy result back don't get me wrong, all right, I think, yes, Fraser called the plays, but it was Sean McDermott's defense all the time, and now he's gonna take on the responsibility and call the plays. I expect to see some changes, but it's still McDermott's defense. So, uh next season, Hyde is back, probably without Poyer, probably without Edmonds. okay. meter out for the beginning of the season. And that's the difference we have for the beginning of next season. If we don't move Oliver, all right. Anyway, if you move Oliver and have Phillips back, it's still a guy who can win games, or you can win with. So look at this difference. How do you see it? Are you confident in this unit? Uh I don't know. I think we really gotta invest at least on one more pass rusher. I'm not I'm not uh really. Comfortable with Hernandez starting, neither passion. They gonna, they gotta prove themselves. So bringing uh, one more pass rusher here. Um, I think it's a must. Then at linebacker, you need at least in this position, Mike linebacker. You gotta have a guy you can win with. You can't have a guy who you need better. This is a guy who plays all the time in this defense, calls the defense. So we really, really need somebody to step up here is it bernard in my opinion to have bernard so bernard should have a shot here probably you gotta move oliver and have more size at your defensive tackle position and maybe uh if you miss the size from the here you book up the defensive tackle position and try to to fix it this way all right. Anyway, right now, Ed Oliver is a starter, and you got to have another option here at the Mike Linebacker. you got to have a guy you can win with here at the other safety position. So, Benford and Bernard are on, are on nose here right now. And we still don't know if Hyde is still that guy that can win games for you. He might be a guy you can win games with right now until he really. Uh, gets used to play again. So a lot of question marks, uh, in my opinion, you've got to have one more the pass rusher, you got to decide what to do with Oliver, Is, to Bernard have a shot, you got to improve Oliver maybe, or have a bigger guy here, okay? You've got to have competition for Bernard, he's far from a short thing as a Mike guy, being a small guy, and you might have competition here, you might have somebody who can you can win games with at the safety position so overall okay overall you've got to improve your offensive line at two positions at least two can win games with all right got to have at least one more guy here to become a, a can win games for you or win games with I won't say a wide receiver too but in general as a playmaker run back slot guy one receiver two you want to improve his offense it can't be josh and Diggs all the time especially without the help from the offensive line on the defense find a mic a mic who you can trust find another safety who you can trust all right and another nice piece as a pass rusher so you don't miss one that much until he's ready to get back and dominate again all right, mafia so that's my opinion that on the state of the roster especially the starting lineups what do you think i'm curious to to check on your opinions i'm i'm really curious to to interact and to have this kind of discussion with you more than one hour it's very common on my leading the charge sorry for that but i hope you enjoyed it and can't wait, can't wait to talk to you via Buffalo Run with comment sessions, via YouTube comment sessions, and and so we can talk and, and discuss about the state of this roster. Do the Bills have enough? Let me know, Bills Mafia. It was a pleasure to be with you, and see you soon. Go Bills! Support for this show comes from Fundrise.